Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and today I'm bringing you something a little different along the lines of content marketing or any type of marketing really you do. In fact, this may help in regular walks of life because sometimes you just feel overwhelmed. If you remember, maybe about a month ago, I did an episode on burnout, and this kind of goes hand in hand with it. Uh, I looked up some different articles because, of course, I'm not the major expert on this, but I wanted at least some bullet points to give my own spin and my own personal touch to this in which it may help you out with all of the various things you're dealing with in life right now. Uh, I know some of us are displaced working from home. Others, uh, you may not be working at all. You may have a, uh, a side hustle that you're trying to attempt. You're probably juggling homeschool with kids or watching a kid uh, that's home more often than they usually are if they were in school or any variety of things that could be coming your way. Of course, being isolated, remaining home, uh, all sorts of things that can really start to wear you down. And these are things that even myself I've been feeling and even finding just the proper time to record this show. I started to look up some different things because I, I try myself personally to eliminate as many stressors as possible from my daily life when it's possible, obviously. And uh, I ended up coming across probably the best article I could uh, tell you for is this uh, website, uh, skillsyouneed.com. They have uh, 10 simple steps to help manage and reduce your stress levels. And I'm going to start right here and uh, right, off the, right off the bat, this is probably going to get to some, uh, some or all of you that are listening uh, they recommend to avoid caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine. Uh, avoid or at least reduce your consumption of nicotine and any drinks containing caffeine and alcohol. Caffeine and nicotine are stimulants, so they will increase your level of stress rather than reduce it. Alcohol, on the other hand, as you may or may not be aware, is a depressant and when taken in large quantities, but act as a stimulant in smaller quantities. Therefore, using alcohol as a way to alleviate stress is not ultimately helpful. I'm sure we've all been down that road. Everybody likes their morning coffee, right? Uh, but maybe uh, maybe it'll agitate you. So maybe try uh, mix some glass of water or something else, or maybe try and reduce the cups of coffee you have. Obviously, uh, if you're a smoker, uh, there's different habits you're going to have to try with some of that. But uh, another um, tip that's within this topic of avoiding caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine is also to reduce or perhaps avoid your intake of refined sugars. And of course, it's in just about everything. It's a manufactured food, such as salad dressings and bread. Uh, they could cause the energy crashes, which may lead you to feel tired and irritable. Uh, you know, obviously, you're going to tell you to eat a healthy, well-balanced, nutritious diet. We all try to do that. We understand we're stuck in certain places. Maybe you're uh, going and picking up lunch carryouts or getting it delivered or things like that. Personally, myself, how do I deal with this? Well, 
I, I used to use caffeine as a weight lifter. That was one of the things that was recommended to give you that little bit of a boost, but also made you kind of edgy and irritable at times. So I try to limit to one, maybe two cups of coffee a day. The big thing, though, I've been doing recently that really seems to help give me a boost throughout the day is using an app to track my water intake. There's many of them out there for free. And uh, water something simple. All you got to do is figure out uh, how many ounces maybe a uh, a certain cup. Maybe you already have a water bottle. You could just refill it. Find out how much one of these cups you have, like a stainless steel tumbler or some other type of water bottle, and find out how much that really holds. And then uh, you could track it from there. And you could also track uh, coffee and alcoholic beverages and things of that nature to find out if you're dehydrating yourself, which will make you a little lethargic. Now, uh, enough on the diet. I'm not an expert on nutrition or anything like that. But the second part of this is just indulge in physical activity. Stressful situations increase the level of stress hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol in your body. Uh, cortisol is never a good thing. And uh, some of these things could... Um, well, these are the fight or flight hormones that evolution is hardwired into our brains and which are designed to protect us from immediate bodily harm when we are under threat. However, stress in the modern age is rarely remedied by a fight or flight response. And so physical exercise can be used as a surrogate to metabolize the excessive stress hormones or restore your body and mind to a calmer, more relaxed state. If you've ever experienced that, even just let's say you're working at home, you go outside for a little walk, a jog, fresh air, man, doesn't it feel great? So don't don't just get stuck as being a desk potato instead of a couch potato and get out and get some fresh air. When you feel stressed or tense, uh, by all means, go for that brisk walk. Uh, try and get some physical activity into your daily routine if you can. I understand it's difficult right now, uh, particularly with maybe wherever you are, you may not have a gym that you're used to going to. Uh, but try and do what you can do, obviously. Even I say um, physically, if you get out get in your car, roll down the windows or something, and get a little bit of fresh air. Cause it's been nasty weather where I live too. It's been raining, uh, but still something is better than just looking at these four walls, right? And it helps you get away from your desk and it'll help improve your quality of your sleep, which is of course the third recommendation here is to get more sleep because a lack of sleep is a significant cause of stress. I don't even know if I have to say anything more about that. Uh, stress uh, also interrupts our sleep as thoughts keep whirling through our heads, stopping us from relaxing enough to fall asleep. Rather than relying on medication, you should aim. And remember, this isn't my advice. This is from skillsyouneed.com. So I'll put a disclaimer here. Your aim should be to maximize your relaxation before going to sleep. Make sure your bedroom is a tranquil oasis with no reminders of the things that cause you stress. Avoid caffeine during the evening as well as excessive alcohol if you know that this leads to disturbed sleep. Stop doing any mentally demanding work several hours before going to bed so you give your brain a chance to calm down. Try taking a warm bath or reading a calming, undemanding book for a few minutes to relax your body, tie your eyes, and help you forget about the things that worry you. Well, part of my own routine, too, uh, when, when I have the opportunity, obviously, there are nights where I'm like, hey, I, I like video games just as much as anybody. You know, I have the Nintendo Switch. I got the Microsoft Xbox. <laughs> Sometimes I just has places too much demands. It could also add to your stress. It could be frustrating. You know, you're trying to beat a level and then you can't. Uh, it makes your brain work and then all of a sudden your brain's all worked up and, and you can't relax and go to sleep. I usually have a routine of even looking at my iPad because, you know, if uh, I'm laying next to my wife, she's going to be upset if I have lights on reading an actual physical, you know, old school soft cover or hardcover book. But 
you have the blue light that comes off of those screens, phone, tablets, things of that nature. Most of them do have night mode, and I've found uh, putting those in the night mode, even if you're working later, you start working around, uh, let's say, if you're on a regular schedule and you get up in the morning, 7 or 8 o'clock, and you're used to going to bed before midnight, somewhere in that range, right, 7, 8 hours of sleep, and you're working later in the evening, 8, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and you have your computer monitor. There's apps, um, also free ones uh, for that matter. In fact, I should look a few up just to recommend to you. Perhaps I'll do that in the show notes that uh, can help reduce the blue light that comes off of this. This is the stuff that strains your eyes. It causes a little more stress. It makes it more difficult for you to close your eyes and sleep. You know, you close your eyes and it seems like you're seeing all kind of like blocks and flashes and things like that. So just putting my own spin on it and knowing that uh, if most of you are in this type of content marketing stuff, you're probably looking at social media and uh, or a podcast blog, whatever it may be. You may be writing, you may be reading, and you're doing it all on these screens that emit this light and it's going to bother and mess with your eyes. Uh, TV, to a lesser extent, I think does the same thing. However, a TV is usually at a distance instead of right up in your face. So Give the uh, give the night mode a little bit of, of a try. Uh, another recommendation, too, with the get more sleep is to try to get to bed at roughly the same time each day so your mind and body get used to a predictable bedtime routine. Again, it's all routine, routine, routine. Now, you're looking for some relaxation techniques. This is number four. Each day, try to relax with a stress reduction technique. There are many tried and tested ways to reduce stress. Try a few, see what works best for you. <laughs> I'm not going to recommend self-hypnosis, but if that works for you, go right ahead. Um, any type of thing that you could try to do in order to find uh, find something that just helps you uh, relax. You know, I was talking about just reading a book. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones right off the top of my head, but it's really the ones that work for me. I know some people, if they work out like later in the evening, sometimes that helps kind of wear you out a little bit too, but you got to try and find some, uh, some different types of techniques, uh, try and uh, maybe just sit down, lay down, you know, maybe you have the idle hands things going and you just, you're just not taking a break. So give yourself a break and try and relax. Number five, and this one's kind of big too, especially dealing with the whole quarantine deal. It's talking to someone. Just talking to someone about how you feel can be helpful. Talking can work by either distracting you from your stressful thoughts or releasing some of the buildup tension by discussing it. This is called the sounding board. <laughs> you know, when you talk to somebody and you're complaining and, you know, it's almost like sometimes uh, I have my certain outlets and people I talk to, I got to remind them that I'm not always feeling just so negative, but they're very good at listening they're very good at absorbing and allowing me to vent at some of the things that can uh, cloud my judgment and prevent me from seeing things clearly. So if you talk it through with a friend, coworker, it, you could even hire someone, a trained professional for that matter. Uh, this will help you try and find ways to reduce that stress and put your problems into perspective. How about a journal or a diary? Number six, uh, keeping a stress diary for a few weeks and as an effective stress management tool, it'll help you become more aware of the situations which cause you to become stressed. Because when I get stressed about certain things, I, I like forget about what I even eat for breakfast sometimes the same morning, forget about three days ago. So logging some of these things down, not even necessarily just a stress diary, but this is something uh, if you just do a journal It'll help you remember some events that you had, good or bad, and it just uh, by the same token of talking to someone, you have an internal voice going in your mind, 
It will help you relax. It'll help you put you at ease. It's kind of the same thing as venting. So you're kind of venting your, to yourself and you put it there. You return back to it and you read it. Then, you, then you're maybe less likely to repeat the same mistakes. Uh, number seven, take control. Stress can be triggered by a problem that may on the surface seem impossible to solve. Doesn't it always? Uh, learning how to find solutions to your problems will help you feel more in control, thereby lowering your level of stress. So when problem-solving technique involves writing down the problem and coming up with as many solutions as you can, decide on the good and bad points of each one and select the best solution, write down each step that you need to take as part of the solution, what will be done, how will it be done, when will it be done, and who is involved and where will it take place. Jeez, I mean, it's just that's kind of a big one to put at number seven. And I got to kind of just parlay this into number eight with manage your time. Cause at times we all feel overburdened by our to-do list. That's where I would usually put all this stuff. But if you have too much stuff on a to-do list, you have to have realistic and manageable things on your calendar. So managing your time is a big part of that. There are so many different programs that are out there. I know I've uh, recommended using Trello as an editorial calendar in some instances. Uh, there's different uh, Microsoft to-do or to-doists for checklists. Of course, Apple, if you have like a, an iPhone or iPad, has all of these different things that are built in that can work as task lists. They can work as calendars. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one that I was just using uh, recently. Oh, there, there's even ones like uh, there's even different apps that you could use to manage or log your time if you do weekly time sheets clockifies one there's different ones that'll uh, allow you or block things out for like 40 minutes so you don't get any type of messages or anything that could distract you so it's really obviously a personal preference when it comes to all of this stuff but managing your time and getting rid of some of the distractions will help you kind of wrangle the task list so that helps managing your time will help you take control I start with my to-do list. Uh, I, I probably get like a reminder of things that I hadn't done that I had due for a few days and they pile up and all of a sudden I have 25 of them on my to-do list. I try to put the ones that are the easiest to do at the top of my list and knock those out. Maybe there's one or two that are on deadline that you absolutely must do, but you must give yourself a realistic expectation of what you can and can't do. And that leads to number nine, learn to say no. A common cause of stress is having too much to do and too little time to do it. In this situation, many people will still agree to take on additional responsibility. Hello, raising my hand over here. Learning to say no to additional or unimportant requests will help to reduce your level of stress, may also help you develop more self-confidence. And as you learn to say no, you're really dealing with an 80-20 rule. Is it worth 80% of your time? If it, if it isn't and it falls into the 20% category, it's not worth it. You probably only have 80%, especially if you have a full boat. Your plate's overloaded just like myself. So in order to help reduce your level of stress, this helps you say no. So use an 80-20 principle on it. That's coming from me. Uh, you might you might feel reluctant to respond to a request with a straight no. Uh, so you might, in those cases, think of some other type of phrases to let other people down like more gently. I'm sorry, but I can't commit to this. I have other priorities at the moment. Uh, now is not a good time. I'm in the middle of something. Can you ask me again later? I'd love to do this. But those are different ways of saying no. They all mean I know, though, in the end. And uh, obviously, the final one, and this is, uh, this is a big one right now, too. If you're not feeling well, uh, rest. Rest if you feel ill. That's number 10. Do not feel that you have to carry on regardless. A short spell of rest will enable the body to recover faster. 
Had to deal with this just the other day. Wasn't feeling too well. Made sure I laid down a few times. Actually got a little bit of a nap. Got to bed early. Made sure the water intake was all there. You put everything together in a little bit of a routine. You're still going to be battling stress no matter what. You're going to be thinking, geez, none of these 10 steps are really working for me. Well, it's going to be okay. You don't you don't have to knock all of these out of the park, but if you start to put some of these little pieces together, eventually you're going to see more of the picture of that puzzle uh, becoming a very completed picture rather than pieces just scattered everywhere and just being completely stressed out. That leads you to being burned out. It leads to uh, other things like other tasks not getting done. It leads to your well-being. You're not going to have a very good well-being. Uh, so take care of yourself out there, folks. We know you know it's it's still a little wild and crazy. A lot of things are unknown, but hopefully some of these tips will help you, and you could apply these to your daily routine and help you knock out some of those marketing tasks. Whether this is a, a side piece to your normal. Uh, normal day or whether this is your main focus I think all of these things can be can be applied to either or and it just helps I, I just feel it helps get everything done and then by by the time you're at the end of your evening hopefully you could put your phone I know an iPhone if I put it face down like on a table on a desk I leave it in the kitchen it's just completely in the other room face down so none of the notifications are facing up I don't feel I don't feel the need to look at it and then see there's like you know four missed whatever uh, obviously if there's emergency situations and things like that. I know some can't do that, but you put it on the side and you try and relax for a few hours and get some good rest. And then you'll feel really great energized the next day to do to do even more, maybe even knock out more of your task list. So I hope this helped you out. If you have any questions for me, you can find me over on my website at jokuzma.com. And as I always encourage all the listeners out there, I want everyone out there to be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. Hi folks, this is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry, you're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.